We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience 2020 Northern Trust Picks, Preview, Predictions, One and Done. We got it all here for you. Remember, smash the like button to the video. Give me your pick to win in the comment section. Subscribe to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast. Leave a five-star rating. Jeff Feinberg is in studio with me. What's up? Yeah. Here, motions. Yeah, fun week. Uh, All the, the three scrub fields since the restart, we've just been cleaned out. Yeah. I don't know. It happens. You're expecting it. I got to say, kind of like Minnesota, more so, because it was, wasn't was till really deep in Minnesota where I was like, Michael Thompson, like, can win, even though he could have won the whole day, like, before my mind was allowed to uh, be like, he can win. And yesterday, like, I didn't wasn't really ready to give Herman credit. He hit that great eagle putt. That stinger on 18. Uh, oh, amazing. And then his stinger into the green. Like, he hit two stingers on 18 to get the 500 yards. And then he and missed put the it to 10 feet. Could have finished it off. Everyone missed that putt. I they feel did. like yeah. we saw only, Herman. Only Sung Jay made it, but he made it from beyond the yeah, hole, and, not up top. Yeah, beyond a couple guys, Sung Jay and uh, Zach. Yeah, Zach made saved it. his par. From that sort of same spot, but behind we saw Redmond miss it, Billy miss it, Henley miss Herman it, Herman miss it. Henley miss it. The announcers kept referencing Kokrak made it, but I don't remember seeing it. That's I don't not think, saying I, I, I watched it. I don't think it. that they showed Kokrak. But but I guess people on the grounds like were referencing the one Kokrak actually made from that spot. So I took offense as like a guy that likes every player outside of like two maybe. Uh, like some of the disparaging comments about Billy Horschel after the fact, like for missing that putt. I don't buy any of that. Shit's hard. 
Um, he came second. Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, he came second. But also, that, Billy Horschel looking lean on oh, the court. Oh, tight, the, the, right? The, yeah, the, the tight. Tri- yeah, tri- yeah, you saw it. You saw like, the pop all day. Billy Ho, making what are you gains, doing here? making gains. You make those gains for when you get to be on CBS for four and a half hours on a Saturday oh, or yeah. Sunday. Oh, listen. That's I, what the gains are for, baby. Oh, yeah. Get get, get out the uh, <laughs> the old suntan yeah. lotion. Get yourself all oiled up and just look sharp. Looking lean, No, listen. I respect the pain. Having no... I had some Kisner. I talked glowingly about Redmond and wasn't there myself. People were sending me their, like, Redmonds on Saturday night, like... Great, great, like, tip on the pod. Like, oh, no. <laughs> we, did, we did talk about it. Yeah. Neither of us met him. Um, yes. But I didn't really have anything going unless Kisner was going to pull a miracle and, and whatever. Uh, so we are there. But I just couldn't believe Herman pulled it off. I can. The guy does this. I guess so. He, he's got a clip of wins. He's got a clip of wins. As someone pointed out, he has as many PGA Tour wins as Finau and Cantlay combined. Listen, can't, yeah, <laughs> Finau, another night where, like, Finau, it's so easy. It's, like, real low-hanging fruit. I think, it's, so I many, think it's funny because yeah, it no, triggers you. No, no, there were some great wins. Even the uh, a funny, like, jokes account, Antifa Faldo or something, <laughs> was, was, like, the first one I saw making fun of uh, Herman's win rate versus Finau's. And then it became a sort of very polarizing talking point, as it does when these guys all win. Everyone's quickly to be like, ha, he's got more wins than Finau. Yeah, although I think Finau has won more money this year, so it's really not that big of a and deal. And Finau is a very prestigious career getting to make all these teams. Okay, that, that's one way to think about it. <laughs> or you can just win. No, but you're saying the money. Like, yeah. I'm like, like the money is I don't give a shit about... No, but I'm saying playing on Ryder Cups. I'm saying that's the twelfth man in. That's Make prestige. The money. Actually, sadly, he's not the twelfth man in. Is he even on the team right now? He's got for uh, yeah. I would think for sure he was. He was a captain's pick for presidents, but that Ryder Cup in Paris, he made clean. All right, well, I got some announcements to make. One, the contest, the Pat Mayo Experience Open DraftKings contest. You can find the link in the description of this podcast in video if you want to get in. There's still around 2,000 spots right now. The Mayo Media Network, new YouTube channel that's launching where this show is going to exist, along with all the other Pat Mayo experiences, along with maybe some new shows, the Dogger Pass podcast, all the shows that you're usually watching on the DraftKings YouTube channel. Just going to switch over to there. Nothing's really changing other than that. But I put the link in the description of this video and podcast. Please go subscribe so you don't... So if you're looking for it in like two weeks, hey, where's the Tour Championship pick show? Where's the NFL pick show? I can't find it. It's, it's actually over there. So you might as well just subscribe to it now. Turn on those notifications so when the stuff comes up, boom, we need your help on this one. So please go subscribe to that. The link is in the description of the video and podcast. There's no videos up there right now, but there will be in the coming weeks uh, when the show completes migrates itself over and also fantasynational.com slash mayo gets you 20% off at fantasy national and uh good thing for some of the people this week uh i was not a winner of course but nor i sahir trading uh used some fantasy national action after round one jumped on herman at 300 to 1 won seventeen thousand dollars uh james dooms same thing seventeen thousand dollars on jim herman and saran won 300 and, or 630 pounds on Jim Herman using the system, getting in. Uh, but we had some nice DraftKings winners because Jim Herman didn't really factor into anything because no one owned him. He was like 0.1% owned. So he wasn't actually on the top of the leaderboard because no one had him. 
Uh, so if you had like second place in the rest, which you probably could have constructed a pretty decent lineup. So Fantasy National members, viewers of this show, here's some winners. Justin Dupe, fifth in the Minimax for 500 bucks. Charles LaRocco won 2,500 bucks plus a $550 ticket in Showdown over the weekend because, you know, the the, the, the the entire tournament didn't go so well. Get it on some showdown action. Win a bunch of cash. TK Nation turned 47 bucks into 5600 Sorry. TK Nation 47 won 5600 bucks on $500 worth of entries. Deuces turned 500 into 1136 with a four of six lineup. You had four of the four of the players from the optimal and two guys who missed the cut, but played those smaller tournaments and ended up winning a bunch of money. Tom Rails two forty into thirty seven hundred. Tim Bishop forty five into seventy five hundred. Eric, who gave us gave me a shout out for not for the picks obviously because the picks were not very good, but about tournament selection. I've been talking about playing these lower end high dollar single entries instead of just throwing your money at giant contests. He won the he won twenty thousand dollar in the two hundred dollar single entry. It's a good contest to play, and the smaller one at that, not the huge one. Uh, let's see, those golf, are the ones I like to play. They're the best those ones. Those are to the play. ones you I can like win to those play. ones. Without having Maybe like not the most the 200, but but that was the smaller 200 though, because there's a huge 200, but there's also a smaller 200. Like just give yourself a shot to win at some of these things, and like playing like I love to play, you know, the twenty five dollar one with one hundred and eighteen thousand people. You're probably not going to win that one. You can win these smaller entry ones uh, at higher money. Uh, Golf birdie turned twenty five into twelve hundred. Ruby. Malibu's most wanted, Michael Ruvalo, <laughs> to four twenty-five into forty-three thousand dollars. It's a big week for Ruby. Wow, Jay, big win, Jay, big win. Jay Cash threw down on uh, Jim Herman at fifty to one on Sunday morning, won two K, and Joe, our guy Joe, who organized the DFS Open at Tour Picks on Twitter, came third or tied for second. Tied second. Tied for second in the big yeah. twenty-five dollar took home one hundred and twelve point five thousand yeah. dollars on draft congratulations joe that's awesome yeah happy for joe good guy deserves it uh awesome he's been killing it and that's huge wow it's a lot of money Fantasy i think about it like converted into my if that showed up into my paper oh me too like uh yeah so you get the hundred and the hundred and let's call it 113 000, call it 110 thousand dollars convert it into canadian for us we're now up around like 145 thousand dollars and it's tax-free in Canada. Oh, so God. we're killing it. Fantasynational.com slash wow. mayo for 20% off. There were lineups there. Like you see the board, you mentioned the Jim Herman ownership, and you're like, and yeah. It didn't matter. I could see how you constructed the Herman Webb, M. Kisner, Kisner Redmond. It makes sense. Red, red, yeah. Siwoo. Woo. All very popular P- poor, picks. Poor Siwoo, man. He. I was going to miss Siwoo yeah. week. Yeah. Although I saw someone, they, they, I, you know how Rovell or whoever it is that works for action like announces like big bets. Someone threw down 500k on Siwoo at plus 125 with a two stroke lead. Like, what are you doing, people? This is Siwoo yeah. we're talking well, about. You want to get Siwoo, there? Good bet at like 300 or 100 to one. Yeah. Not the best at plus 125. <laughs> for starters, you see that bet every week. Last week it was that ridiculous bet on DJ. Who are on they? Who Sunday morning, and even uh, apparently there was a story that someone lost like a 80 k betting Horschel live when he took the lead on six. Not the time to bet these guys. Do these? This is like the. Are you Tim? <laughs> no, but, but this is literally like people who don't fully concept the sport. It's, it's literally it's, it's like remember, being, remember Drew at fantasy. Yeah, no, but it's like being up like one basket. 
even on the sixth hole on Sunday, when there's like three or four guys, it's like being up like four points in a basketball game. Like you could make a seven. That's Thomas Peters. Yo. No, I'm just like shit. That is so weird to me. We like to have fun here. Uh, this week, it's kind of like feels like a major. Sometimes your odds low. The winner, past winners, you're probably gonna have to go lower than we want to normally on a betting board potentially. But we like to have fun here. We're betting guys 20, 30, 50, 80, 100 to one. Like, that's where the fun is. Like, to risk what you're risking. You gotta be a fucking loser <laughs> to bet Siwoo at that money on a Sunday morning when everything was pure for him. Yeah. I the mean, day, you, like, you could look at his strokes gained approach and see, oh, he's never had better strokes gained approach in a round in his life. He also made a fucking hole in one. And he did hit everything. Like, chances are he's not gonna hit no. everything to 10 inches every time. I feel really frustrated with Siwoo as someone that didn't have a betting interest in him. He was in prime, prime, prime position on five, on the par five. He should have had like a 14-foot uphill eagle putt that just got, just missed the slope by like a foot and fell all the way back down and got stuck in a very like Horschel-esque lie on the par three late. It didn't get plugged though, like Horschel. Yeah, and yeah. Well, but I'm just saying, like, that kind of awkward stance and swing. And then he made a par on an, on the easy par five. And he took that into feeling, because he lost one stroke. He went for it. He went for it on the next. And it ended him. And for as pure, as much as I make the joke about the idiot who made the live bet, who's still an idiot, even if he wins, I think it's a stupid bet. And you could laugh at me for saying that, but whatever. Um He'd been hitting his irons pure for three straight days. How he didn't trust himself the way he was striking it to just stay in the moment and find that stroke back because he found them all back. Eventually, yeah. It reminded me so a it lot. Was really- it reminded me a lot of, remember the tournament Corey Connors won, Valero, like last year? Sure, Siwoo but help was, me. Siwoo was like either winning or tied for the lead going into the final round at that one too. And the same thing happened. Like he... He didn't get off to a great start. It was just like pars. Just kind of like he hit. missed a five footer on two, which probably annoyed him for birdie. And then he felt not getting the birdie on five, and it throws off his course management. Like yeah. he was managing the course so well through three rounds, and then it just all went out the window when he felt like he needed to press. When there was no reason to press, it was the sixth hole. He'd been pin stalking, and he so when it, Jim Herman came home pin stalking. Certainly, like Si Wu could have and did. He gave himself a birdie look the entire rest of the way. So I don't know. You feel uh, you f- you just feel bad for the guy. Thankfully, it wasn't like with military service on the line. This is true. So he's saving it all for the U.S. Open. Win the U.S. <sighs> Open. Don't have to go. But to But he's military. a guy. We hated the number, but the field made sense, and we we always acknowledge like when you when that like flame gets lit with his irons, it doesn't. He's ugly. When it's ugly, it's ugly. But he can keep it going, and and that's why he could be popular, this week. though risky in the get in, in on like DraftKings. And I was because funny. he always will ride that level of the worst idea. And people were, I I almost I don't know. I felt happy for you, kind of when he did blow it, even though you. I, I was guy. not rooting against him. I was. I had no other rooting interest in it, and I knew a lot of people did have him. Like where I was out of it, like I was playing for like a Tyler Duncan top five. 
got a top 20, so I got a little bit of money back. But that was about it. But I knew people out there had Redmond tickets. I knew people out there had Billy, Billy tickets, Siwoo. I was just hoping for one of those guys to win so people could win. Okay, yes. Yeah, like, so, I, I don't yeah. actively root against people because I yeah, don't. Like, no, I agree. If I had had a, if, well, put it this way, if I had had Billy Horschel and he was one of my bets, I would have been rooting for Billy Horschel. But I had none of them and no, like, vested interest in who won. So whoever made people the most money i was rooting for i also know i'm not a curmudgeon like no that. i agree i i don't if there's players i like when fowler's in it when Finau's in it i'm cheering unless it's like against my guy i do want to see them do well they'll still disappoint even when there is nothing <laughs> invested in it and yeah i you're if Siwoo was 150 100 to 1 and you didn't make the fomo bet you're pulling your hair out yes but he's 33 but to three, one. Three i wasn't going to bet it and it's like, if he wins, you know what you would have won on that. It's not enough to, like, make you hate yourself. Yeah. At 33 to 1. It would have been shitty, but whatever. I would have been uh, happy to see what But I, I, I've been there before. Like, the Billy Horschel better. As much as I'm saying you got to give him, like, don't hate him for missing the putt on 18. Because we saw those guys. I said that earlier. It's it, it, the hurt of this game that we play. When your guy can't close out Jim Herman, like that pain is real. That pain is real, but the best player won. The guy that took that thing by the balls won. Even the tee shot on 16. And he missed the putt. Missed the putt on eight. Missed the putt. This guy was the best player yesterday. He was. What, what's the really hard hole? Four t- there was one really hard hole. He's kind of out of position, made an amazing chip. He putted, actually, from Th- off the green. 13 and 14 were, like, the two hard, the two long yeah. hard fours, besides 18. Oh, he that, was... pin, that pin on 18 was deadly. Yeah. Tucked away in the back left on the down slope that you couldn't, like, okay. if, you were, if you were trying to get it up. And, like, Kisner, had, like, he made the long putt, but he had the best spot to putt from. Uphill. Up, uphill. We saw Webb almost hit that Yeah, like, too. just below the hole. Now, you had to leave yourself, like, 30 feet. But it was makeable, unlike yeah. that like ten footer coming down the hill, which just no one could. Kokrak obviously made it because he can't yeah. fucking putt, so he probably aimed in the wrong but, direction and went in. Yeah, I'm, sh- I'm shocked Luke List didn't make. Based the putt. on the other putts we saw, Luke Bill- List lost seven strokes putting again. Okay, well, I okay, I want to say something else, but I want to say this first. Based on the other putts we saw, the putts that I saw there late in the day, Horschel hit the right putt. Like Hermans didn't move from that angle, and he wanted it to move uh, left. Gordon's didn't move like he thought it should. And Billy's was the only one that veered left. So I feel bad for the guy, but hey, them to breaks and He's getting and we're here. And uh, you mentioned it, so I got to own it. And it was in my notes. I can't not own it. I made a head-to-head yesterday. List versus who? You want to know? Take one guess. See who? Worse. I-, I tailed him. You tailed me? T- tell me it was Herman versus List. No. Worse. It worse. was pretty bad. Worse. Who? It, it, it might have been win. a 15-stroke difference, if that it was, helps. It was, 13 oh, def- Denny versus yeah. List? Yeah. Oh, God. There wasn't much of a sweat there. D- Denny led in approach <laughs> and was, like, last in putting. What, what a week to blow your good iron, your one good iron week, when you're yeah. the best putter on tour. Way to blow it. And before we move on, I've got to just, in closing, say, uh, I, this tournament hasn't really been kind to me over the years, and maybe it's because the the weird variance of some winners. But I absolutely love the Wyndham. Like anyone can go there and win and win. And I I remember talking about it many years ago, and I've brought it up since. Like when Tiger was at his low point in his career, and Davis Love won the Wyndham in fifteen. I remember we were like, no, no, 
Like, this is amazing for Tiger. Like, this has to give... I didn't know, like, the Masters, a major, would he win, like, a tour championship? It's like, please, God. It was like, no. Tiger Woods can absolutely win again in any form he returns in because I just saw Davis Love win the Wyndham. And yesterday I saw Jim Herman win this sucker. Yeah, there have been two winners over 40 years of age on the PGA Tour this season. Jim Herman and Tiger Woods. Uh, so that's, I don't know, that's amazing. And game on. And Jim Herman's in the FedEx Cup. And I, I, I was kind of hoping he would shout out Trump in his post. Well, Trump, Trump shouted him out <laughs> on Twitter. Because that, yeah, that was the one thing that, we, that I just texted you right afterwards. It was like, how long till Trump shouts out Jim Herman? Disappointing, though, if I'm Jim, is Trump had to be solicited to shout out Jim? I mean, in fairness. Is he busy? He's in, busy? He should be busy. He's busy? I okay. Mean, I, <laughs> if it was a year ago, he's watching the window and Herman wins, it's like, yeah, whatever. But at this My point, like, I feel like he's got stuff going on. I don't know. It's a one, like. That's his guy. Yeah, it's a human element. Trump gave a guy, like, just a, ne- a normal dude, like. His break. Like, no, you go chase your dream on me. Let's see how this works out. And it worked out. Pretty good. Pretty good. Trump's betting Jim Herman every week. Bankroll in the U.S. on Jim Herman bets. (laughs) (laughs) That, I mean, the books, the books made a killing. Oh, yeah. The books just, this was, even like all those, there's, and I didn't bet him. He had a good week. Harris English, like a popular pick. Even Webb. Webb was the most popular And I was like, bet. there's just no way. And, uh, you know, I was on Kisner early in the show, and the number got crunched. I'm like, the golf gods. I was gods, on fucking Ryan Moore and Justin Rose. I had a bad week. The golf gods are not going to, like, they're going to roar after, like, what's been happening. Yeah, because they've been getting, got yeah. gouged. I think yeah. he was the second most bet on guy at the PGA Championship. Yeah. So. And now a guy that there might have been like two bets placed, and one of them was a two like for a toonie pre tournament. <laughs> yeah. So good for whatever. Not the, good for them. The fantasy, but fantasy national, a few like it. I said, they, they picked him up. I here's the saddest part of all. There was a live number on a site that I still ignored. So I threw out because I chased a few bets on Friday morning. I gave out like Henley, Stewart, and like they were at like sixty six, two hundred. 750 and 750 this guys that popped up herman was the next guy on that list i was like jim herman's not gonna fucking yeah. win this tournament he's, he's way too far back there was still like a late on the site that is reacting slowly they were slow to react to jim all week and i know people still ignore it like nah i don't care like it's a nice not gonna win it's one thing it's funny to say this now like when paul casey's like they're sleeping on like a good player like, okay i could like try that like i'll be getting yeah, on yeah, that oh they're giving me paul casey 125 to one and he's two shots back yeah. yeah i'll take that but like jim herman like he could be tied for the lead like as long as there's 10 other guys there i'm just like no that is not happening in closing on saturday night sunday morning i don't know about you i probably get way more of this but since my DMs are open at times, I probably do get way more of this. I get so many people like, who's going to win? Who's going to win? Like, who should I bet on today? Like, who's going to win? I don't know because a lot of the times like this week, like, I'm not chasing shit. Like, I'll take my L and, like, move on. Like, I don't have a clue. Yeah, if I had, I really if I had don't. a clue, my, my three picks wouldn't have missed the cut. <laughs> like, I don't have a clue. So, like, I don't know, and I feel like most of those people aren't just, like, looking to make a bet who haven't got a bet. I think they're just looking to chase the week. And I don't advise, I'm not no, into take, that. No, take, honest to God, take your L. Like, I have Take fun, your I have, L, I, move you know, along. You, you wouldn't have bet Jim Herman, and I wouldn't have told you to bet Jim Herman. <laughs> that much, I promise you. 
At 150 to one Sunday morning, I don't think I would have told you to bet Jim Herman. Even though the the smart model said to at Fantasy National. Computers, man. The worst part Magic. is the worst part is, and this is, uh, this happened to me with Michael Thompson a few weeks ago. I looked at it and I was like, yeah, telling guy, me Michael guy. Thompson, I'm like fuck that. Yeah, this system's stupid. Because I'm gonna go with me. It's also part of this like run we've been in, where like literally only the good players were winning. Yeah, like li- good players win golf tournaments. Well, six hundred to one pre-tournament odds for Jim Herman is by far. The largest of the year. I think last year Adam Long was 600 to 50, 1. 50, 40, 50 to 1 Sunday morning. Had to also will hold up as the largest winner of the year, too. No, Thompson was 100 to 1. Nick Taylor was 150. Morning of? No, no, not morning oh. of. Pre tournament. No, yeah, I'm saying even the Sunday morning oh. numbers. What was Michael Kim at the uh, John Deere class? Oh, fuck. He was like 700 to 1, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And he played the best Herman's tournament of all year. Close to being on par with like that kind of surprise. I yeah, guess. but Michael Kim's performance at the John Deere that year was like legitimately the best performance of any golfer all year at any event. Like it was a dominating performance. It was crazy. And even had like a mediocre Sunday when it came down to it. Let's switch gears though. We I just do we know what Herman's in? Like did he he's not in this Masters, right? No, he'll be in next year's Masters. Although maybe no, because his win at the Barracuda doesn't get him. Yeah, it is a split field. Yeah. So no. I mean, Hovland's not even in the Masters this year. Morikawa just got in on the last week, and he has a chance to become the number one player in the world this week. Do you think they would have made an exception? They might still do it for Vic, I think. Because of last year? Like, what's the reason? Just they can do what they want. Well, I think he's up to, like, number 20 in the world or something like that, and he's not in the Masters. Like, what if he wins the U.S. Open? You're going to keep him out of the Masters? Who was your most disappointing FedEx Cup miss, if you even have one to care to think Sergio, about? Sergio, probably. Yeah. I would like to see it, because TPC Boston's always a good Sergio course. Yeah, and you know, he's oh, normally got enough swag where he can even skip, sit... Skip the first he event. out of FedEx event, because he's, he's uh, chilling. Rafa just missed. He could have got himself in. But I was really annoyed, and mainly because maybe I drafted him in our thing. But I think the COVID, the whole scheduling thing, caught him off guard because I know he's going to play the whole run. Was uh, Matt Wallace? I think like finished one thirty-two or yeah. something. Shit happens. Uh, yeah. So what? Then we don't see these guys to Wingfoot, or they can go play Euro if they want. Maybe they can go play Euro if they want. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's get into it. Rascals. Checkmate. <laughs> Card now and thrust. Shockler coming down with the Northern Trust. Three events for the playoffs. 125 players in this field. They will be paired for the first two rounds as per their FedEx Cup standings. There is a cut this week. I believe it's top 65 in ties because that's how the season's been going outside of the PGA Championship. So this will be the final cut event of the 2020, 2019-2020 season. Next week, the BMW, it's the top 70 players left in the standings. The week after at Eastlake, it's the top 30. And then we're into... U.S. Open. I believe it's Houston, then yeah. the U.S. Open. Then we're just... It's still every week. And it's still... And then it's football. Yeah, and then like football's on. football. Then we're going to be a bit nuts here. Yeah, jeez. So the... Court- the course itself, TPC Boston, left. It was the Deutsche Bank and the Dell Technologies, which was always the second event of the FedEx Cup playoffs. Last year, the FedEx Cup 
playoffs got trimmed to three events from four. Dell Technologies fell out, so the TPC Boston was placed in the Northern Trust rotation. So if you're looking up course history, just know that 2019 didn't feature TPC Boston, and you'll have to go back and look at a different tournament if you want to go look at that. We have it updated on Fantasy National right now, where you can go find actual TPC Boston history. Patrick Reed won the Northern Trust last year, but Bryson won in 2018, the last time it was at TPC Boston. The winners, Bryson, JT, Rory, Ricky, Chris Kirk. Remember that? That was the Billy Horschel year. Henrik Stenson, Rory, Webb Simpson. Guys, good guys win this event. Uh, Good ball striking course, obviously. You need to make a few putts. 7,342 yards as a par 71. It's on bent grass. And as I pointed out in my column on DKPlaybook.com, if you are playing showdown contest, round one or round two, or maybe on, I guess on the weekend it wouldn't work out that way, but you probably want to take guys starting on the 10th tee. Because hole 17, 18, 1 and 2, super easy. Hole 3, super hard. So if you want to try to like squeeze a birdie streak out of that, depending on who the guys are, obviously. You don't want to just fade all the good players because they're not starting on hole number 10. But that was just one of the scheduling tricks that are the hole tricks that I found that you could have just as a slight advantage on DraftKings for showdown contests. But other than that, you can check out my research video. Did that on the weekend, just trying to walk myself through it. Um, I like this course a lot. This is where they had the DraftKings World Championships a few years ago. Murr Bergerson was in it. And Jared Lundeman won. Shout out Jared. Hung out with him on my bachelor party when we were down in Phoenix. This is, as I feel like we've said many a times before, this 125 event, you can make a case. Better than uh, in a many major. ways, the strongest field of the entire season. Um, you know, maybe there's some asterisks involved in this one because some good players. Yeah, but every, every good in. player is playing. Come on. Yes, that is fair. But I think some of the Europeans that don't come over, play the swing season, that sort of play a run of events starting at a certain time, sure. lost those events. Yeah, they did. They would come over for either the starting US in o- Florida. No, they would come over after the British play the WGC, play the PGA Championship, and stick around because they'd earn enough points to get in. Yeah, and a lot of them would have played that like Florida swing. Um, well, I guess we got a couple of the Florida events, but. Anyways, yes, I'm not lamenting for anybody. I wouldn't think, well, Sergio would have played well here, but no one was banking on him to win it, Uh, nor Matt Wallace, I guess, although maybe the U.S. Open could suit Matt better. Um, Yeah, I'm excited. It's it's cash. It's cash season. Cash players are here. We've had a great run-up of events for the most part. When you really, like, look at it in a – micro sense since we've been back from from covid like the fields have been strong but i guess we'll find out like who the money players are right now because this is a lot of them could have just been revving their engines dare i say almost even at a pga championship 15 million stirs the needle for some of these guys more than a heavy trophy yeah colin morikawa and justin thomas finished one two in the Wyndham rewards standings pay, those are big paydays two million bucks for jt yeah. 1.5 for morikawa <laughs> they didn't even show up to play the Wyndham. webb was the only one who could have made any noise during that but brooks but, really wanted that Wyndham chase or i think brooks right? is just playing every week it's like hey brooks if you play every week your brother can play in events too like next year don't worry about it top of the board bryson justin thomas the two co-favorites at 12 to 1 rom and rory 14 to 1 dj 16 to 1 you've seen better numbers out there for dj morikawa xander both 20 brooks webb day 25 finau and reed 28 to 1 those are your top players on the board right now 
My early sense tells me this is a Rory week. He's won this event twice before. He hasn't really been close, but you just he's, he does it for a round and then can't piece the rest of the rounds together. But it's not like he's playing poorly. He's just not playing great. Rory would be my lean from the top of the board, but I don't know if I'm going to go 14 to 1. You talked about this being a week where maybe you just go smashy-smashy with two guys at the top. Yeah. I, you named the past winners here. I don't think it's crazy. Yeah, but Bryson wasn't a top player at the time. Uh, we were on that, though. That we was out of the PGA Championship. No, 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 no. We, this, that is not how it worked. We were on Bryson the week before at 80-1. to 1, Then he went back-to-back at this oh, one. We, we passed on and we were like, Bryson can't win back-to-back weeks. And then, boom. I got mistaken there. This being the first FedEx Cup event yeah, wasn't. He won the Northern Trust that year, which was at Bethpage? It was at some super hard course. And we were like, ah, oh, TPC Boston. Yeah, Bryson just won. He's not going to win again. Then he repeated. Anyways, I like Bryson a lot this week. Me too, actually. A lot. Bryson and Rory, there's your uh, card. It's not, not gonna really be my, my style. It's not going to be my card. It's not my style, but I, if that's what someone wanted to do, I guess. But uh, Bryson under 20 to 1 is something I'm strongly considering getting involved with. And it doesn't come small. How about this guy? Maybe you've heard of him. He's 20 to 1. Colin Morikawa. Why not? Was, is life that easy? Golf? No, I, I will almost <laughs> guarantee you no one's going to bet him this week. Well, they're giving an. It's a fair number. He's twenty to one. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not arguing the number. I kind of even look through it because I think like no one can be that charmed. He's. But he's got. I don't know. He does everything right well, all the time. By the key stats, he's like, got two wins in a second since we've come out of it. I just look at Stenson's win here in 2013, and I'm trying to figure out like who the comp is for Morikawa, and I think it's he's better Stenson. Yeah, you mentioned that um, like just before. The, just the way that he plays, like instead of hitting three wood, he hits driver and hits every fairway, and he's great with his long irons, just like Rose, just like Stenson. So you would rather that than say a Webb Simpson at at a 25 or bigger numbers that have been out there? Like we're talking, like. I, here's the thing. Webb isn't I, as accurate as Morikawa, not nearly as long, but they're kind. And I've mentioned to you before, Webb, Webb is seems what? like an inferior Morikawa. Which is sad to say because he's a top five player in the world. Uh, I, I can give, I haven't made any final conclusion. Like, I don't know if I'm definitely going to bet Morikawa or not, but like we've, I've already won on him twice so far since the return. But maybe just, this is his time. Just go out and go full fucking Tiger on this and just pwn everyone. But there's a bunch of guys in these 20s. Like, the, I think the reason that I won't get to Bryson or Rory or JT or Rom, because Morikawa is at 20. Like you said, like, Webb isn't a bad play. I don't uh, think Day is a bad play. I really like Patrick Reed yeah, this like week. Patrick Reed, Reed has top 10 finishes at TPC Boston, three of his past four goes. He was good at the Wyndham, by the yeah. way. And he was good at the PGA Championship. T9, T13, the last two weeks, the ball striking is happening. We're back on bent. Like, let's go, Patrick Reed. Everyone's off of him. Reed is my favorite player in the 20s. I could see myself piggybacking the big name under 20 with a guy like Patrick like Reed. Bryson Reed. It, okay. We're back into how you have to construct a card like we spoke about at Memorial and the Majors. Like this, you mentioned the past winners. 20 to 40. 20, I, I would say Unless you want to, to say under. And the win equity of the, of the guys under is almost 50% if you combine all of them. I, I'm joking. But the, the five players at under 20 to 1. What's their combined win equity here? 33%? Thomas, Bryson, yeah, around 30%, probably. Are, are, uh, yeah. we, are we including Dustin in that? 
I want to include then, then, Dustin. Yeah, so in yeah, that. About, probably above thirty percent. Okay. Um, I don't know. Uh, you don't get much farther down. You got to have some fun at the Wyndham. You lose all your money, and you <laughs> lost all your money because the super long shot won. But screw it. It's not. It doesn't happen here. Keegan, unless, unless Keegan's the Kirk. only outlier. In the playoffs. In the playoffs, in the last, like, three years. At this course, Kirk is the only one. And Kirk and Horschel were unstoppable through those playoffs. Like, they had to create a new Billy Horschel rule to get him on the Ryder Cup team. That and I'm not saying guys farther back can't win, but... But now you're just in a bucket being like, can I pick the right Yeah, one? no, but I'm almost saying, like, if a Hatton or, or a player like that wins, I think that's... Hat- Here's the sneaky thing, though. Hatton's probably gonna win. Okay, no, but he's a really good player to me. Yeah, I agree. He's underpriced. Um, he's sixty-six to one when he should be like probably 40? forty to one, yeah. thirty-five to one. He had we had like two bad weeks. Now he sucks. So yeah, there there could be some chases, but I will not be. Well, that's a lie because there's someone with a really big number. But I'm really gonna have my card. Uh, not gonna escape sixty to one. I don't care about any of your long shots. I was kind of thinking the same thing. There is a long shot or two I can get behind here just because I like their numbers. I think that they're undervalued. But as we stick to the top, like I said, Reed and Morikawa are probably my favorite. I just I don't know what to do with Rory. I feel like it's coming. Really His, feel like it's yeah, coming. I got you know, I didn't bet him at either event, but I pretty much like going into the Memphis was like, how is Rory not going to find himself at either Memphis or the PGA Championship? He's starting to scare me. That he hasn't won yet. It was kind now of... Now we're getting better odds. Well, it was kind of... I mean, okay, granted at the end of the workday, Rom had such a fantastic Sunday. And it kind of catapulted him to a great memorial. But the reason I really liked Rom at the price in the memorial was like, wait, we've played how many events and he literally hasn't like been involved on Sunday yet? It doesn't work like that. Like, my golf clock must be broken. So like how many times is Rory Lottery going to come up? Based on, obviously, you bet a guy that number, your expectation is win and win only. But we like to have fun here. And if a guy takes you deep into a Sunday with a Rory ticket, you're feeling good. And I'm not saying you get your money's worth, but that's half the battle. How many more Sundays can we play like this devil of Rory not making it? And granted, I don't think he's, we've bet him once since the restart, practically because he's the favorite every event. So, yeah, he always scares me. He's Rory. What do we do with Finau? But doesn't he seem a little lost? Well, that's... that's uh, play, play off the Herman narrative. Everyone's just buddy, sh- shitting on Finau. You want to go there? It, I'm It's in. not like he's, he, he was fourth in 2018 here. Now, maybe maybe just bet Finau top five and I've, save your money. But this feels like a course where he could win. I have bet it at 33 to 1. Just putting that out there. I tweeted this morning, Jim Herman wins. It emboldens me. To do whatever I want. <laughs> I feel emboldened. The place, if the place works for Bryson, to me, it can work for Finau. I Granted, agree. he's not nearly the same putter. There was a 40 on a site this morning I didn't have money at. They charged me an arm and a leg with an exchange rate, and it pissed me off, so I didn't bite. And I was hoping other sites would post for me, and they didn't. Listen, he's had, so w- he's had one bad tournament. I have partially bet the 33 because I'm waiting on one or two more sites to maybe give me something I want, but it's, I have it's, bet it. It's 28 in the two spots that I was looking at, so it's only going to get worse from 33, I think. 
Maybe you can catch it. I know what site you're trying to look at. Yeah. Maybe they get, maybe they give you a better number. That's yeah. probably going to be it. They might give me a 39 knowing their habits. But I'm thinking, and I never bet Finau. But here's the thing. Let's get into this 30 plus But range. do you each way your Finau even though no, you no, would no. never each way you know this what? range? I, I might just make the bet at 28 and then go to my site that doesn't have uh, dead heat rules and bet the top five there. I'll get a worse odd on the top five, but I don't need to worry about six guys tying for fifth and me splitting it and like losing money on I'm it. I'm putting this out there right now. Bryson, Reed, Finau, and then I bet someone... Down the board? Down the board okay. that you know about. That could be my day. Yeah, I made that bet for you. Yeah, that <laughs> could be my day. Uh, quickly, Brooks, 25. It's just value if you want to look at what you'll have to bet to bet him at Wingfoot. Like, I can joke about that, but I'm not there. Golf's hard, pal. Other players are playing well and feeling it. Yeah, I'm not betting it, but you're tempted. It doesn't feel like right like Memphis. I, like it didn't I, I feel agree. like this set up well. Um, He's played well at this course in the past, but like if it's going to be who's going to break, if you told me who's going to break through, is it going to be Rory? Is it going to be Xander? Is it going to be Brooks? I'd take all those guys before I took Brooks right now. Like, I yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Agreed. Like, Agreed. The guys who were kind of close, but not really in it. Even if I went deeper, Tiger, like Tiger, I would rather in a, give me a plus money Tiger versus Brooks. Like, I'm not saying I'm running to make that bet, but I prefer that 100% as the side. But now this is... Because I have it pretty equal. Yeah, but now this is going to be the week that everyone jumps off Brooks, and this is the week he wins. Just, and I, I'm going to miss out. How much it. golf can an injured guy play? Is Who's he, injured and goes to Wyndham in Minnesota in, when you're in a run of majors in FedEx Cup? Because he's not injured. I, I feel like this whole injury thing that we're talking about is just being propagated by the media. He's not making excuses that he's injured. He just said his, when they did the scope of his knee, it's no different. He's just going to play through it. Like, it's not going to get better. You're the one who's saying, oh, he's saying he's hurt, but he's not really hurt. Like, No, I'm he's not, not saying, saying anything. But that's what you're inferring. That's not what he's saying. I'm not, and I never bought it from the start. Even the reason we he, liked him at Memphis. nothing to buy because that's not what he's saying. <laughs> no, he doesn't believe 95% of the stuff that comes out of his mouth anyway. Like, so why should I? I mean, that's why you got that, uh, that minor in psychology because you can see right through it. Him is easy to see through. Listen, I believe this. He, he triggers you so badly. No, you Bro Brooks is so under your skin, it's hilarious. That's not true at all. I don't like phonies. I don't like phonies. You know who's real? Patrick Reed. He's really a bad guy. Do you know who's real and lacks all the self-awareness in the world? Bryson. He's real. Like, that is real. He, he's trying to be real, and he doesn't want the cameras in his face because he only knows how to be real. He doesn't know how to turn on this phony switch. Bryson, attention-seeking behavior. Uh, he's fake. And I'll give him this. You mean Brooks. Sorry, Brooks. He's fake. He's a phony. And I'll give him this. If I was him, I'd have a big effing chip on my shoulder too to win what I've had, and everyone keeps trying to put other guys on a pedestal like a Bryson, like John Rom. That's insulting. I believe that. I'll give him full marks for that. But people are stupid, and the sports books, I guess, are the lucky ones that they can hang these numbers. The people actually believe his chances are better to win the majors. That's something I'll never believe in. I don't care what the stats say. They're all freaking hard. Well, well, the stats would tell you that he is not that big of a favorite to win the majors, but people's perception is that he is. But the odds, he's the favorite. Yeah, stats aren't odds. I'm saying, sorry, I think you understand what I'm saying. I'm sorry if I screwed up. 
I don't care what like the win his like win rate contend rate is in the majors. To me, it's still hard, and he's no better than any of those other six guys. On his best days, he's as good as them, and they're as good as him. But I think his his two win odds in these majors are ridiculous, and the people that bet them are insane at this point. Well, they got money to burn from Brooks' money. I, Brooks wins. <laughs> I guess so. 30 to 1 to 60 to 1 range. We got Cantley, Berger, Tiger, Scott, Decky, Rose, Casey, Fowler, your guy, Hatton, Fitzpatrick, answer, Billy Ho, Scotty Scheffler, Gary Woodland, they're packing Sung Jay. They're packing a lot of guys into this range. Uh, I bet Hatton at 60 to 1 with each way. Hatton's best, he, he had been getting carried by his putter for a while, and he was still churning out like top five finishes. Um, and then the ball striking went away, like at those events, but he was still. He was riding this hot putter to these elevated finishes. At the PGA and at Memphis, like the ball striking went away at Memphis. The putting went away at Memphis. He was horrible. But horrible. Fenai was horrible in Memphis too. And then he was fine. The yeah. PGA championship. Apparently Memphis is a tough track. PGA championship hadn't missed the cut. Bad. But he lost like four and a half strokes putting in two yeah. rounds. Gained a bunch in ball striking. If this ball striking yeah. is really back, I'm not going to project. Tyrrell Hatton to lose two strokes per round I on like, the greens for a guy who's a good putter. He is better than this number. And you can say that about a lot of guys at this number. Answer, Fitzpatrick, Hatton, Scheffler, Woodley. Fowler. Fa- yeah. Fowler, Horschel, Im. Like, Hatton's the best of these guys. On a consistent basis, this year, he has been the best. Is he not better than Fowler? Oh, yes, he's better than Fowler, yeah. Yeah, I, know, I, I, was, I was even going lower. I know you're staying in the 60s, but I'm saying you could even drop on the board. I would rather bet him over some of these guys. He's better than Fleetwood right now. I Listen. He is. I, I, let me say it. At the PGA, they threw that 50 out there, and I was like, you're not going to do that to me. You're not going to do it. Like, you can't throw Fleetwood 50s out there and just I'll stare at, and, and expect me to stare at them. I didn't at the PGA, but I will right now, Pat. His irons are he luck sacked those putts at the PGA. They got us some oh, excitement. Yeah. Yeah. They got they, they 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 allowed for some early excitement. But he can't he can't find a pin. No. He can't find a pin. Like, show me how bad these irons are. They for him, he's got a month to figure it out before we'll need him. Put it this way, in this field over the last two months, so that's 14 rounds for Tommy Fleetwood since he's returned and to he's been action. He's playing a ton of golf. Per my FantasyNational.com, custom stat model ranking. He is 102nd in this field. He is currently 108th in strokes gained approach. They're throwing the 50, and I'm staring this time. I didn't think it was possible. But I can't can't F with that at a track that, like, when we see who wins here. Irons. Iron players. They win. Um, So, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. And you're really selling. I like Hatton a lot this week. I like it a lot. Makes total sense. He gas canned the PGA. Now he's like forgotten. This guy was like a wizard well, like that, two and a half weeks it's ago. It's weird because he suffers almost from like Patrick Reed or Siwoo Kim syndrome where if he's playing well, he's priced as a favorite. But the moment he plays poorly, he's back to being like some random tour scrub. Yeah. Like he's basically the same number as Spieth. <laughs> like that's crazy. It's crazy yeah. talk. And I'd still take him to beat Paul Casey. Yeah, he's a better player than Paul. Casey's playing good right now, obviously. And I think his chances of win might... I have a couple guys at 40, like any... There's not yes, so this is what I wanted to say. 
Hideki and Scott. Hideki is the one. Yeah, sneaky. He's just sitting there. Is he going to... Like, we're waiting for Rory. I know it's different. I'm not comparing Hideki to Rory. But much the same. Like, how much longer till this guy, like, gives us a roar? What about Cantlay? Cantlay goes from being the same price as DJ to being behind everyone else because of... No, and he he had a good little Sunday weekend at the PGA Championship, no, the, even the making other, the cut. The other way. He had a good Saturday, had a bad Sunday. Oh. In Memphis, he had the good weekend. Like, he's just not putting anything together. But I like him on Ben. I'd rather bet Reed. And if I'm, here's my problem. I didn't bring him up because I, I'm, I've am i bet Finau, and I want to attack really high. And I've surrounded that, and I would might rather bet Patrick Reed. But I... I Cantley is now sitting at an... Much like going into the PGA Championship. Uh, my opinion of him hasn't changed, and he is now in a very bettable range that works for cards. Like building the card in the range this week that you spoke about, he works perfectly. I didn't bet him at the PGA Championship. I thought about it. Thankfully, I bet Morikawa, who's higher, and I, I they they did a lot of the same things. Um, but as, as people that did bet him at the PGA Championship, I would almost say go right back. Not much to me has changed. What about Tiger? Tiger's irons, I, Tiger's irons have been really good. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I got him triple star just so we didn't forget to talk about him. I am not betting him, but as I mentioned, I like his chances to win a lot more than other people. I was like stone cold out on him at the PGA. If you even asked me if missing the cut at plus 200 represented value, I was saying yes. Uh, but it could be a hot, humid summer, right? Like, it, I think this works for Tiger perfectly. I'm not betting him. I'm betting Tony Finau and not Tiger Woods. Ha, ha, ha. That sounds smart. Yeah, but don't worry. On the PGA show, I said, guys, you can laugh at me, but I'm debating Cantley or Morikawa, who are 30 and 35, and not even considering Tiger Woods at 33. Wasn't, and that, I mean, right? So... I don't know what to say other than I'm not Tiger at 40, man. Hot, hot. It's supposed to be hot this weekend. Yeah. There's some fun card build. Oh, if I give up on Bryson, I could do a lot more. Well, that, I don't know if I want to give up on Bryson. I mean, but there's say, options. Here, I would say baby. go with your gut on this one. Yeah. Tiger, the, Tiger is just playing. He took all that time off. Like, he is getting ready to stock. Like, I know it's a, he's get, it's coming. I'm it's just, coming. I'm just encouraged by how well he's like hitting his irons right now. And it's, it's masked by the fact that he's either putted really poorly or drove it really poorly or he has the one bad round where his back doesn't activate. So but at the same time, like, we're now getting him at 40 to one. He's not 11 to one. You know what I mean? Like, if you want to bet him at the Masters, you're going to have to pay 12 to one. You want to get him at a tournament where he's won here before. And it's not a major in cool conditions. He's not going to be like that. What, what I know it's easy to like make fun or make comments, but to me, it's all real. Like when he says like he doesn't have his full range of motion, like in that, those cool conditions that, that San Francisco and Harding presented, I'm, I believe him, but I believe he'll be full go this week. Who like he, I guess Rory's the obvious one, but who, like Rory Tiger, like who are you most anticipating roaring? Like who who's been very tame Rory. since COVID? It, it would be Rory. Forgetting Rory because that's almost not fair. So like Tiger Hideki, Cantlay would be the one. Yeah, right. Maybe Hideki. I I, I do like Hideki here. 
I think I'm gonna. Guy's end been it. playing real quiet golf. I moved back from the mic. I'm sorry. Um, people want to go back to Rose. I Rose played much better on Friday than he did on Thursday. Now it would be hard to play worse than he did on Thursday, but the fifty to one's an intriguing number, and this course he's played really well at. And what's Scott's history here? Uh, Scott won in two thousand three, the very first year it was here. It's about all I got on Adam Scott. It's nice to see him playing, though. Yeah, I don't know, man. If they want to hang a wing foot for Scott, I could be there. I'm not there this week, though. Let's see how he has played here. Let me type in Dell. Adam Scott, 49th, miscut, 4th, 16th, 53rd, 7th for Adam Scott. Day is a super intriguing one to me, too. Like, there's a lot of guys in the... The reason that I won't end up betting Rory or Bryson or Justin Thomas or Rom or anything like that is just these guys in the 20s, 30s, and 40s intrigue me because... Like I said, if I can just go to the 20 to 40 range, that's where we've been finding these winners. The only guy who's won below 20 to 1 since the restart was Bryson at a scrub event. That's it. Even when Rom won, what was he, 22, 28 to 1? Yeah. So Webb wins at 25. Not, 20, not 28, it was like 22, 24. Webb wins at 28, Dustin wins at 25. Like, though, that's the range. Yeah, Morikawa wins Dustin's at 33, Morikawa wins at 33 twice. Like, there's not a lot separating. Like, just even just, like I mentioned, like, Morikawa can become number one in the world this week. JT can become number one in the world. I believe Rory can and someone else can. Maybe Webb, if he ends up winning. But just that distinction of so many of those guys can become the number one player in the world right now. These are all guys in the 20 area. Like, there's the gap between the top four, who we historically treat as the favorites in all these tournaments, is not that I guess Justin yeah. Thomas won the WG. And I would say, yeah, I missed, I missed that one. But the gap between these twelve to one guys and the forty to one guys are not as pronounced as they used to be. Nope. And honestly, if you shop that Dustin number, you get a better number. Yeah. Even uh, DraftKings has a nice juicy one on him. What was that? Twenty. Twenty two. I mean, why not make the exact same case we we're making two weeks ago for the oh, for the for the major? Uh, only one player in this field has finished inside the top 20 in the last three trips to TPC Boston. That player, Dustin Johnson. Right? We like Dustin's 22. Like, yes, he's not as good as as Justin, Rory, Rom, but he what they do well, he also has the ability to do well. I mean, he just came second at a major. He came like, second at the major. <laughs> he went off in the final group. He's going to a course that he has won at, which had the – oh, no, I'm mixing it the first, fe- I keep getting lost in the first FedEx Cup event. Yeah, no, you're thinking about the one where he cut the lake in the oh. playoff to beat Speed. Probably the best shot I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah like yeah. everyone talks about Dustin's drive at Kapalua. No, it's, they almost all in one. That's like luck. There are two distinct Dustin Johnson shots, like good shots, because there's a bunch of like really bad shots. <laughs> like the miss at Chambers Bay, the three putt at Chambers mm. Bay on the 72nd hole is the one that really the sticks PGA- out. PGA. Uh, the pebble. Yeah. Late, like, the it's just, yeah, there's, there's so many moments with Dustin Johnson that stick out that are bad that you try to remember the good. And there's three of them. One is that drive at Kapalua where he almost made the hole in one on the par four. That was amazing. His drive at Northern trust to beat Spieth. And I think Kisner was third that year and Rom was third, but in the playoff, he just said, fuck this. I'm taking on the yeah. lake and just bombed it over in the 72nd hole at travelers a few weeks ago. He couldn't hit his driver all day long. He was going left. He was going right. He's like, fuck it. I'm just going to bomb it yeah. and hit it like 380 down the middle. It's like, all right, I'm just going to have an up and down. This isn't even going to be a sweat. Like, those are just distinctive shots that he can make from time to time. You're like, oh, yeah, you are one of the best players in the world. And the reason that we think that you're not is because you're in contention too much and bad things happen to you. And I I know it's like... That's sort of the Brooks weird parallel. The reason that people think that he's able, like, 
the credit that he gets at majors. Uh, I mean, he's won four. He should get a ton of credit. All the credit in the world. But usually, not usually, but like Justin Thomas is in contention like every single week. Rory tends to be in contention. Like Rory's bad play right now is actually working to his favor because he's not in it. So no one notices how poorly he's playing. When Brooks plays poorly, like he did at the Wyndham or the 3M or whatever, no one really cares. It's just like, oh yeah, like he wasn't in contention to blow it. The thing about Brooks is that when he's in contention, he usually wins. It's just he's not in contention that much. But when he's like Jim Herman, Jim Herman's in contention. He wins. He's a winner. I will. He might come dead last in every other tournament, but yeah, you know, if he's on the first page of the leaderboard on Sunday, watch out for Jim Herman. I guess. I mean, just off the top of my head, yeah. I mean, Brooks. There have been moments. There was a couple weeks ago. He got bombed by Keith Mitchell at the Honda. He didn't beat Gary Woodland at the U.S. Open. Um, he's not without contention losses either. No. But, he but never, you're right. It's not at the rate it feels like those uh, the other guys. The, the, the one thing that I find different between Brooks' losses when he is in contention versus someone like Dustin or something, there's nothing he, you can... He usually gets beat. Yes, well said. Dustin tends to blow. Yeah, Keith Mitchell <laughs> beat him. Thomas beat him. And he like, yeah, Thomas yes, yes beat, Brooks no, put no, it Thomas in the water beat on him, 10, Thomas beat him. Thomas beat, beat him. him. And what other one? Gary, what, Gary, Gary beat, him. beat him. Gary beat him. Nothing you were going to do to beat Gary, baby. Like, Morikawa beat Dustin at the PGA Championship. Yes, he beat everyone by with an incredible Sunday. But Dustin should have been where Morikawa was. He just yeah. played poorly. As you kind of said, he kind of just played the day like it was a U.S. Open. Yeah, he tried to just make part. Like, like, hit yeah. the center of the green, try to make some 40-foot yeah. putts. And then and he, then he got hyper-aggressive. Instead of going for the middle of the green on the easy par 5 and having the 20-footer for eagle... He wanted to stick something close. And then he, he started to press like Siwoo yeah. did on the weekend. And he short-sided himself on 10, and he really never recovered. I guess he made a late birdie to get in the T2. But again, I think Dustin, and, and I know people can say after the Travelers, he had those huge numbers, but we see him run form. Yeah. Like, that's I'm the not, outlier in I'm, that. So I'm I actually a, think you shop that Dustin. That could be a nice place to start. It could still let you do other things. I am just a mean sucker for, for I just got a feeling in the gut. Okay. I mean, that's how I felt at Travelers. It's like, it's Dustin time. Let's go. No, but I mean about Bryson. And if I go to Bryson, I can't. There's just no, there's no, because I'm, I'm making some other bets. Uh, all right. So let's go to the 60 to 1 plus range. We don't need to spend a whole lot of time on the 100 to 1. That's for the DraftKings show on Tuesday, where we have to find out the guys at the lower end of this field, the, the Keegan Bradleys yeah. of the world. Uh, but I bet Matthew Wolf at 70 to 1. The guy's just playing too well right now. Okay. And makes sense. one of the things to look at when you look at this list is, was Webb Simpson Webb Simpson in 2011? Yeah, he won a major, but he wasn't the Webb Simpson that we think of now, if you know what I mean. He got elevated. Stenson was on his way back in 2013. He got elevated. Bryson, when he won uh, the last time we were here, he wasn't Bryson yet. He was an up-and-comer, but now we look at it. Matthew Wolf, like Morikawa, like Hovland, Sungjae, it doesn't matter who it is. Once we look at these players like two years from now and be like, oh, yeah, of course, of course he, yeah. Matthew Wolf won. He's the seventh yeah. best player in the world. When you're like, when I'm doing a radio hit in, th- in three years, and it's like, yeah, our past winners here are like JT, Matthew Wolf, Rory, DJ. The names will just feel like they belong yeah. together. And I feel like Wolf is on that level. Now, he's hit or miss as opposed to those other big end guys. Like, he could be absolutely shitty. But the ball striking, no one has been better over the past. Like, you just can't make a putt save his life. But make a few putts this week, Matty Wolf, and you'll be, you'll be in the clear. And he's used to winning and contending. So you feel like he, as much as he blew it, 
being in those spots feels very normal to yeah, a player. For, first like time that. in a major for him too to do it like that and still come inside the top five. That's I like, I like that. that. I like that because I was looking at there are some guys in the sixties. Um, you bet Sung Jay. I bet Sung Jay at sixty six. Why? What? Just because he showed life last week? Yeah, I'm just all. I just feel like he's all there. Sort of the same bet that I'm making on Wolf. You're making on Sung Jay. Yeah. Okay. I get. I it. just like it. I think he's. Uh, I, I, he hit the flag on seven, and I think it went in the water on the par three. Did it? I yeah. missed that. On Saturday? Oh, on Saturday? I was yeah. watching on Saturday. So he could have really had, like, even a stronger finish. Um, yeah, he stalked the pin. Or maybe it just went to the water's cusp. I don't know. I saw... It's hard to see if the ball actually goes in the water, but I was so frustrated just seeing, hearing the loud noise of the pin and the ball rolling away. Anyway, I'm all about uh, <laughs> Sungjae this week. He's he's at these numbers. He's showing life. I got no no issues, and I'm not going really much higher, Pat. No, I. There was a book that's floating a seventy on Fowler, though. Yeah, I saw that. That was it. Was DraftKings? Yeah, DraftKings was floating the seventy. That's just like he's one here. He's playing. That's like a FOMO. Tim is just that. Just put him on the death pile. Well, we should say yes. Tim has put Fowler on the death pile. He also wanted to pick Justin Rose as his one and done this week, but he'd already used him. So, oh shit! So he's gonna have nothing on so Rose. That means Rose. Rose could fifty to one's a decent number on Rose. I did. I got so suckered in last week. Now I'm getting double the number. The field is way stronger, but this is a better course for him. And the irons and driving did return on Friday. The only one I'm looking at from way down low, way down in the hole. Cam Champ. No. No, Cam Champ's like 100 to 1, isn't he? But that doesn't do anything like Wolf? No, 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 no. It? I got to go with my guy, Kevin Nah. Kevin Nah, you're going to start posting like 175s and 200s? Come on. I'll probably bet him top 10. That's probably the better bet. But get me on bent grass. Give me some guy with a hot iron. All right. Kevin Nah can win, win things. He's a winner. He went from being the world's biggest loser for 10 years. Now he wins things. I can, I, I will not, I will not throw shade at that. Well, it's a big number. Yeah. Once it like, why isn't he a hundred to one? Like why is Phil a hundred to one? And Nas 175. Like, no, he shouldn't be behind a lot of these guys. No, if I was actually taking bombs this week, I think I would give a good look to like Max Homa. I would give a look to Luke List. But Lonto? Uh, pass on Lonto. Maybe, maybe Lonto. Just I'm not going to bet these guys from down here. Besides, no. Charlie Hoffman, For, winner. former winner, chipped in from the bunker on I believe 18 to win. Remember, was that? it a fe- it was a FedEx Cup event? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was the year that VJ and Weir were trying to catch Tiger, 2010. Other than that, like Woodland, I think is a good price. It's 60 Leishman, to one. 100. He's just been so lost, right? Yeah, spraying the ball everywhere. Got always a little love uh, side cheering for Louie, the guy in the UPS gear and the FedEx Cup, right? Or don't they? There's even rules about what he's allowed to wear. I, is he still sponsored by UPS? I don't know. I haven't seen him. Yeah, I don't know. He still wear. Uh, does he still wear the ugly brown? I couldn't tell you. Uh, here's the top twenty from the last time they were at TPC Boston. It was Bryson Rose Cam Smith one two three. Finau, Hideki, T4, Answer, Grio, Dustin, Bubba, T7, Bryce Garnett, Tyrrell Hatton, 
Brooks, Rory, Phil, Spieth, T12, and Keith Mitchell was by himself in 20th place. In the year before that, like I said, Justin Thomas won with Spieth in second and Leishman and Casey in third. Rom, Phil, Reed, nah. Pat Perez, Justin Rose. Justin Rose plays well at this course. Maybe I can be talking uh, to the 50. Really? I'll, I'll decide that later in the week. What? What would it? What does it take for a guy ranked like 120 to move on? He's got a like. No, because all the all the points are like quadrupled or quintupled this week. So if you come inside like the top 10, you're moving on. I think that's how it works. The FedEx Cup is the most confusing thing on earth. Because once you get to the Tour Championship, everything. Remember, it gets reset and you get a uh, score. Yeah, last year was the first year of that. Yeah, that's but, why we're not doing for like our one and dones and everything like that. We're just not playing the Tour Championship because the rules are ludicrous. And you know why. I mean, it would make perfect sense. Rory really lollygags his whole restart, but and in, then three, the we- in three weeks, he's winning the fifteen million plus all these the two of these tournaments. He kills Eastlake. That's his. That's his jam. Is Eastlake? Yeah, he broke my Ryan Moore bet heart. Me and too. More left him. Hey, more let him linger too long. That day, <laughs> more, more let the cut line linger on him last week a bit too long. The Shaz, the Shaz debacle really hurt. More, me on Moore's Friday. was worse. Moore's was worse. Because he was playing like okay, <laughs> and he just skied the green on eighteen, missed the cut. Thank, thanks for showing up, pal. Quick picks for Zenorzen Trust. I have two picks in right now. Two bets in actually made. I bet Tyrrell Hatton sixty six to one. I bet Matthew Wolf seventy to one. I'm going to bet Kevin Knott either one seventy five or two hundred. Probably play a top ten on him. And then I have it narrowed down to Morikawa. Reed, Finau, Cantley, Hideki, and Rose. Probably take three of those guys. Check me out on Wednesday's show to find out who I end up on. But that's where my leans are going right now. How about you? I have bet Tony Finau, 33 to 1. <laughs> we'll double that up. I have bet Sung J M 66 to 1. Uh, I would expect a construct, certainly not involving all of them, but um, Bryson, Reed, Dustin of under 30. Those are the guys that have my attention. And if I can make it work with the art, I'm going to do something with Hatton because you really sold me on this. Paul? Giggle away, boys. Your guy Gary, sixty to one. I'm That's going to pretend Gary doesn't exist there, Jeff. I thought I, we did, we basically pretended Woodland and Woodland Scheffler, like Fitzpatrick, Answer, and Hovland don't exist. Twice as <laughs> likely to win a tournament as Gary Woodland, no, U.S. Open Finau winner. is playing amazing. He is. Finau Tony, is the, t- playing the top five bet on Finau top might be the move. Uh, I actually did want to bring up Fitzpatrick. Like there was a bit of hype around him, and some super short numbers, but I don't know what he missed. The sort of like Hatton, Hatton yeah. he just missed the cut. And I would prefer Hatton if I'm picking there, but I, I don't know. I don't think that seems bad. He's been as consistent as any. Fitzpatrick, over the past two months, first in putting, eighth on par fours, 23rd in Eagles. All those are a lot putting related, but he is sixth in proximity from 150 to 175. That's nice to see, but he's 101 from 175 to 200. That's like a good day. Nope. A, lo- a lot nope. of shots coming from there. Over, and, yeah. over 50% of approach shots this week come from 175 Hatton, plus. That's, that's Hatton's jam. Uh, the best players from that range Mark over the past Howell, two months. Webb. I can tell you. Sorry, I'm just guessing the system. Uh, Morikawa and Webb are not up there. No. Ooh. Grio is the best. We've seen Grio finish inside the top 10 here last time. <laughs> 
Grio, Warinsky, Brooks, Ryan, Morseb, Straka, Hideki, C, woo, Kim, The Gooch, Hatton, Reevy, Kokrak, Na, Wolf, Answer, Leishman, Bubba, Neiman, Paul Casey, Sam, Ryder, Hardly Newer, and Billy Horschel. Horschel and Neiman were two. I don't like Horschel's odds right now, but this is a good track for Billy. Yeah, Billy, sweet he's gonna Billy be, boy. He's gonna be popular this I knew week. You would come back. <laughs> Maybe he comes back and wins this week. Sixty to one's too much though. Neiman's one sixty. Like people were like digging him three weeks ago, and I digged him last week. Almost the same case that I made for Wolf. That if you look in like three years' time, you're like, oh, Neiman won this event. Of course he won this event. Like he's that guy at the longer odds who could do that. I think I might end up betting him too. Now that I've thought about it. I didn't realize he was 160 to 1. Yeah, I bet. What did I, what would I bet him at last week? 50 to 1, maybe? 50, yeah. Yeah. I was really like, and he didn't play, he had two really nice rounds. His first round was slow. What did he do on Sunday? I didn't really pay any attention. Uh, Neiman finished 42nd, gained off the tee, lost on approach. If we look at it round by round, he lost, he played poorly in rounds one and four, played That's really well said, two and yeah. three. But generally speaking, this is a type of course back on bent as well. Might, the field might just might be too much for him, and maybe he's more of a swing season guy at this point, but I thought that was interesting for him. Yeah, I don't mind either of your deeper Neiman Nah suggestions. The, the only other one whose irons kind of match up capably with that would be Shez. But I just want to say I'm now having thoughts of ditching Bryson, ditching Dustin, and just building like a card. Of the 20 guys? But I feel like that's going to be a total waste because the superstars just, the super elites just seem to crush these FedEx events. I I I mean, I think Morikawa might be the best player in the world right now. Just week in and week out. I don't want. He's missed one cut in his pro career. He gives himself a chance almost every week to be in it. I'm not saying he's going to win every week, but at 20 to 1, like it feels like he he might. That's probably a fair odd based on his actual win equity, but in terms of the betting market, like it's kind of weird that he's not 12 to one or 14 to one. He just doesn't like sizzle as amazing as he is. Right. I guess. I don't know what, like what I, I would it take for someone to do what he, I don't know. How, how can Patrick Cantlay play like, okay. At tournaments, he's won like yeah. the Memorial and some like scrub. And he event. was like 18 at the Memorial. Yeah, which was essentially every this field, or but even at other events where it was like this, it'd be like you'd be like sixteen to one, and Morikawa doesn't get that respect. It's a great effing point. Again, what two wins, a second, a major, a play was a is the, the second's obviously the playoff loss, right? The second's a playoff loss. Yeah, he lost a burger the first time back, and then he beat Thomas in the playoff, and he won the PGA Championship. Yeah, 20 seems pretty fair. Yeah, it's a fair <laughs> number. <laughs> Look what he's done. How many events have there been? Six? And he's got us two two ones in a, and in a, a second. In a second? The fuck? I'm just shocked his odds haven't crumbled. Like 20, like I said, is fair. But obviously they realize they're still going to, they wouldn't get, people still run to bet. They'll, they'll take more money on Brooks than they will on Morikawa this week. Almost guaranteed. Yeah, they'll take more money on Bryson. First, 20th, 48th, first, miscut, 64th, second, ninth. There's past eight starts. He had a bad travelers and a bad heritage. That was about it. We didn't really talk about Day or Burger. They're good players. You can bet them if you want. They're not for me. Yeah. I told you. All the Day guys. is like back, though, right? Yeah, I guess the like, line is saying it's good. It's nice to see. Good for you. I'm not going to bet it. 
I think I'd rather Patrick Reed, but I um Patrick Reed wins more. I like seeing it feels right seeing Day's name like here on a on a betting board in a quality a real quality event. The, the problem is I know people had been betting him that it would have been nice to see him get his cash win, the number. cash the 66, yeah. cash the 50. Now he's back up to where he should be, but without having won. That happens. Who did that? Uh, that that happens all the time. Yeah. No. It, you lose the number and you don't even get the win. Those are what hurts the most. One and done picks where for the week. To. Cust is taking. You take Justin Thomas? Is that who he took? Yet. Yeah. Cust is taking Justin Thomas. Uh, you were the only one to make money last week, so it is your pick. You I'll, have the sheet underneath. I'll take Bryson. I've used no big guns yeah, like the Supers. You do have Bryson to use. Who can I use here? Have I used Rory? No. Let's yeah, go. We're that, all we're all dipping. It's it's cash season. Cash money millionaire. I'll uh, I'll use Rory McIlroy. So the standings as it stands right now, Cust is winning by $50,000 over me. And you've pulled yourself back in yeah. with two huge weeks in a row. So Tim is at 4.0 million. I'm at 3.95 million. You're at 3.6 million. So it's easy. It's all there. Just one, but we're one second to, place finish and you're in first. But we're going to the Masters, you said. Yes. And I we're not going to do the Tour Championship, but we're going to be doing the fun Houston Opens and stuff like that. How close are you guys to the money in that? Like in. We're just playing between ourselves. No, I know, but like. I don't. I, not? No. I don't know. Questions? I was. Uh, yeah. I have an embarrassing omission where I would be crushing you guys, but it is my fault. That's your fault. Yeah. Got to play by the rules. Was it the week that you used Patrick Cantley? Yeah. On the show, I gave Cantley, which was a double pick. And then. Then, yeah. You should pick someone else. And then I actually had John Rahm, who won the memorial at a huge dollar. But whatever. This is fun. We're having fun. We're deep into it. They're still majors. So I guess I don't want to burn all those supers I've been saving for the FedEx Cup. Yeah. And I guess because. Sorry, I'll be brief. Even after the U.S. Open, guys aren't just going to disappear till the Masters. We're probably going to get some names at these events that never saw the names before. Well, right? I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with the Asian swing because the CJ Cup, the Zozo, those just aren't happening for the PGA Tour. I think they're going to move them to California. But the Masters is the first week of October. No, it's the first week in second week in November. Uh, November. Yeah, and the U.S. Opens at the end of S- September. So there's tournaments in between where normally that's where the Asians like they play. In Napa, they play in Houston, they play Greenbrier, but that's not on the schedule yeah. anymore. I don't. Isn't that the one with the Cody Gribble one? It's like a turkey. Sanderson, Sanderson, Sanderson yeah, Farms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's the same. They give the hen, the trophies a little hen or something. Cameron Champ won that. Yes, and Nick Taylor, uh, Mackenzie Hughes. No, he won no. the RSM. Nick Taylor then. Uh, see, did he? I thought he also won the RSM. Let's see, Safeway U.S. Open. And then Putacana at Corrales, Sanderson Farms, Shriners. Then you have the CJ Cup, the Zozo, and the HSBC champions in China. I don't know if those are going to happen. There's not happening. Then you have like the Bermuda, Houston Open, and then the Masters. So the Safeway is the one that's wedged in between the playoffs and everything. The, the, Bre- the Brendan Steele Open. It's going to be real interesting to just the guys will just, I guess, be playing, doing their own thing. 
Well, I guess if you make it to like next week, let's say all the good players make it to the BMW, you're in the top 70. Like you'll probably take the two weeks off and go play the US Open. Guys that play the Tour Championship, I mean, they'll just take Napa yeah. off. But the guys that all missed who are in the US Open or get cut out of this event, they'll probably go play Silverado, I'm guessing. Yeah. And Shriners usually gets like Bryson and Cantley. And I'm sure the young guys that like don't have families would have played in that. Well, sure. So- Shriners is until October. No, but I'm sorry. I'm trying to mentally, like, who, who's going to play before the Masters? I mean, people used to play Houston before the Masters anyway. Now it's before the Masters again somehow. <laughs> that is that is true. And they that used to set true. it up like it was like the shaved green or the shaved. Uh, yeah, yeah. They used to do it. They used to be very accommodating to that. That's, and, yeah. Anyway, we had golf every single week, so we ain't going anywhere. We got football. Lots of it. So we're going to do AFC wins. We're going to do NFC wins with Tim. I was thinking about doing a prop draft. We'll t- pick our like five different player props and we'll draft them all and compete head to head. Things are happening in that world and my mind is spinning. So what you should do is subscribe to the Mayo Media Network, the yeah. link for the YouTube channels in the description of this video and podcast. The more people that subscribe now, the easier time we're going to have not telling people like, no, the show is over here now. Like we need your help with all this. I'd really go a long way to help supporting this show. It's free of charge. So you might as well go for it. Uh, like the episode, download the episode, play in the Pat Mayo experience listeners league. The link is in the description along with the link to the Mayo media network in the podcast description, in the video description, fantasynationalcom slash Mayo. That'll do it for me. I will be back on Tuesday with DraftKings picks. I will be back on Wednesday with my final card, UFC on Thursday. we got everything running. It's a well-oiled machine at this point, and then football is coming to throw some sand right into the microchip, bust it all up. We're going to have a ton of content coming up. So we need you along for the ride, all right? I'm Pat Mayo. Good luck this week. I'll see you next time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.